Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. The Chad Benson Show, where the sensible center hangs out. Hey, you. That doesn't mean you can put your feet up on the table. You're despicable. This is Chad Benson. Yeah, and fluid information. According to a few outlets, no U.S. casualties, even though there are some casualties, uh, in the attacks tonight on the air bases in Iraq, fired by Iran from Iran, which is huge. Joining us now is Congressman David Schweikert. And uh, David, this is, uh, I mean, this is big in the sense, I mean, think about it. 1988 was the last time anything left Iran as far as uh, a missile and landed yeah. in Iraq. So this is a big, uh, big situation here. Well, look, um, the, this is a big change to their pattern. They typically use proxies, um, you know, to carry out their deeds, and, and they have quite a sophisticated proxy network. Um, you know, I'm here in D.C., and, and we only know pretty much what you know. We're, we're scheduled for a big briefing tomorrow with lots of the details. Um, but, you know, we're actually like we have staff right now on the phone trying to find out where their Patriot um, batteries in any of these facilities. Um, these were Iraqi bases, is my understanding. So it's more likely that um, they may have just killed Iraqis and not hit the enclaves where the Americans were. Yeah, yeah. And you talked about the proxy, but here's something. You you guys are going to get briefed about this tomorrow, the whole thing with, with, with Suleimani. And I had uh, Dan Gabriel on earlier, who is a former CIA counterterrorism officer, and he's got a great movie out called Mosul about the rise of ISIS and stuff. And he says, you know, in a situation like somebody like uh, General Suleimani and in a target like that, you have minutes, maybe hours to make that decision if you're going to do something. Uh, at that point in time, as opposed to, you know, the likes of, you know, Osama bin Laden and al-Baghdadi, where you're, you're you're tracking him. It's more of a situation where it's a long game. This is a short game. You go into this tomorrow because I'm worried that, you know, even if there is stuff there that was super solid as far as, yes, we should have done this. And nobody I've yet to find anybody goes, oh, OK, yeah, no, we should never have done this. No, this guy was a bad human being by all accounts. But the reality is, is because we're so tribal now, David, will anybody even speak up against oh, their base? Actually, I was having this conversation this afternoon um, on the floor of the House with a friend of mine who's a Democrat. And he and I were sort of bantering where no one could hear us, saying if Donald Trump hadn't taken the opportunity and it was disclosed publicly that we missed the we didn't take the opportunity they would be beating the crap out of him for not doing it. So it's, it, it, it is, tribal is a brilliant way to phrase it. Um, and you and I talk about this a lot, is uh, particularly on foreign policy, there should be some coming together, some embracing of here's our security interest, here's what's good for the world. And instead, it's all about the next general election and the hatred of the person in the White House. Uh, talking to Congressman Schweikert, who's there tonight? Who from the Democratic side is probably in these briefings and talking to uh, with the president and the staff well, around there? Well, right now, what would be happening is um, leadership and particularly the leadership also on the like um, the, the, the committees, you know, whether it be foreign affairs or the committees that have, um, you know, the military issues, even down to the subcommittees. They're probably all getting basic information right now. 
my understanding is they're trying to gather information as fast as they can. We obviously have lots of everything from satellite data to the others. Now it all has to be digested of yeah. uh, what really happened. And then what's the, what, what's the appropriate response? Yeah. In some ways, um, in some ways, the more, you know, it, it would be fascinating. Do, you know, uh, do you hold off a little bit or do you react immediately? Um, this is this is going to be an interesting moment of of chess um, with a lot of moving parts. But think of this. You also saw there were other things going on today that I don't know if made um, sort of news. Um, uh, Europe. In regards to the nuclear deal, um, where Europe and Iran were trying to keep part of that together, at least Europe was, and now Europe is moving towards threatening sanctions. And all of a sudden, Iran was backing away from their statement that they were backing away. So there's a lot of other things also in play right now. Yeah, big time, big. I mean, that's just uh, uh, there, it, again moving parts. This is this is what the geopolitical world's all about, and how this yeah, is this is, is everybody's threatening. But and I understand. Look, Iran had to do something to save face. This was not just a leader. He was not just another general, as some people have called. This guy was arguably the second most powerful man throughout the Middle East and the proxy wars and the things that he set up. He's got his fingerprints all over not only the death of Americans, but many people say hundreds of thousands. Thousands of other people. Oh, hundreds. Well, we had um, we have one briefing paper in our office that was approaching a half million to six hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, he is responsible for you know also in somewhat promoting the internal civil war that began in Iraq that we ended up having to come back in and quell. Um, but also he was a very controversial figure in Iraq um, in, in Iran. Iran itself. Yeah. So so there's also now a constituency in Iran. That's very happy to have him gone. So yeah. to understand, this is every time I think I'm starting to understand the geopolitics of the region, um, you'll read another paper, you'll read another briefing and realize, oh, dear heaven, it, it's it's just more complicated. Yeah, it's totally more complicated. The people that, you know, the, a younger generation in particular was not a fan of this guy. Uh, the older generation revered him. And you have a really weird uh, situation because of the Iran-Iraq war. A million young people died during that conflict. So you have a very young population and a very old population. And mm-hmm. he was not a he, he was not a big uh, a big uh, superstar amongst the young. And just what um, two weeks ago he quailed a bunch of unrest over there. And he was heavy handed to say the least. So we're going to find out how much. So let's say tomorrow you guys are going to get more of this paperwork, more of these briefings. You're going to find out. How much are we going to find out about that? Because I think a lot of America is trying to figure out, okay, was this necessary or was this not necessary? Um, I, it, there, there's almost no such thing as a secret in Washington, D.C. The only difference is the timing of when it leaks out. Um, and I've been in security briefings where that afternoon um, I got more details reading um, the press than I actually got in the meeting. There's, but there's also domestic politics going on at the same time. Um, uh, there's uh, the AUMF, um, Authorization for Military Force, um, that was supposed to start to be put together and brought to the floor this coming week. And I'm one of those, I believe, you know, declaring war or hostilities is in the Constitution. It's Congress's responsibility. But it was about to become political, where a lot of us who have voted for, you know, making Congress actually have to take a stand – we were hearing that 
Speaker Pelosi, they were trying to draft one that was going to say that and then do a big middle finger to the president and sort of screw up what should be a bipartisan motion of Congress protecting its authority. And now all of a sudden that's happening in the light of this. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of, hey, maybe this is a moment to dial back some of the partisan politics and deal with the reality of Congress's position in when there's hostilities and the ability to have a White House that through briefing everyone but can move very, very, very quickly when there's a moment of opportunity. Yeah, well, it's, it's all about politics, man. It's not whether you win or you lose. It's how you look to your base doing it. Now, I appreciate you coming on, as always, David. Uh, uh, keep us abreast of what's happening out there, and I'm glad you guys avoided that horrific storm that never really came. No. <laughs> oh, you, you get a sprinkle of snow in D.C. and everyone panics. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, man. Be, be safe out there. And then my there. wife is texting me that it's 71 degrees in Phoenix. Oh, God, so, it was gorgeous know. today. It was gorgeous today. Be safe out there. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Bye now. Bye. Congressman David Schweiker. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.